There are ancient legends across many cultures that tell of a demon or deity that feed on the blood of the living. These tales, with the belief that the dead could rise again, gave way to one of our most well-known monsters, a being so powerful and charismatic that you could easily become their next meal. This monster's complexity has inspired media for centuries, and will continue as humans remain under the trance of vampires. <laughs> Welcome to 13 Degrees of Screams, where we watch and dissect your favorite spooky movies. I'm your host, Alex. And Stephanie. And this is a mostly horror podcast. Each season, we will rank 13 movies on a scariness scale from, you guessed it, 1 to 13. We will uncover the real-life myths and legends that inspire these movies, and tell you just how authentic they are. This week, we walk home alone at night, and a girl walks home alone at night. So, Stephanie. Yeah. Have you seen A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night before... We watched it for the podcast. No, I didn't even know it was a movie, to I know. be honest. Me neither. No idea. Yeah, this was recommended to us by a friend, and I wish they would have told us that it wasn't dubbed. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were texting me, um, is there a dubbed version? <laughs> I'm like, nah, I think you gotta read it. Yeah. And Which is fine, but it's a little distracting to read, especially the first time you watch something. Yeah, that's fair. I, I didn't have any issues with it. There's not that much dialogue I yeah feel like. yeah i remember you texted me you're like don't worry not too no, much talking no it's fine we got this we could <laughs> did you like it it was different and i i also do like the fact well we're gonna get into it later but the whole like femme fatale story angle and everything <laughs> like really pushing the dynamic that it's this woman that you should be afraid of mm-hmm. instead of her fearing people around her spoilers yeah spoilers what do you think about like the style of it. Well, I, I must admit, I don't watch a lot of black and white films, so it was different. And I don't know, it made me feel like I was watching something like from many, many years ago rather than <laughs> it's old, new age. It's not, yeah, no, it's a, it is a newer movie. Stephanie, where did you have this movie on our scary scale? I had it as a nine. I had it as an eight. So. Pretty, I mean, Good for ba- us. basically the same. Yeah. Do you agree that it was up there? Yeah, I think I'm comfortable with that. Yeah, I think it, it's more atmospheric Yeah, in the scariness. I think the black and white really gives us it that it. dreary and creepy vibe. Yeah. yeah. So I think. Obviously, it's a girl standing alone in the shadows and stuff, even if she is just a girl, but. Riding a skateboard. Riding a skateboard. <laughs> yeah, those aspects are silly, but she is actually very dangerous. Yeah. So. It's more of, I feel like, the the anticipation. Yeah. And I think the scariness comes from, like, the other people almost. Right. And what could the interaction could look like yeah. <laughs> with her. So. Well, we see her when she falls the dad i think for a little bit too and he's like please stop following me <laughs> yeah and she's just kind of like mirroring him i'm like that's creepy she's like here i come i'm gonna get you <laughs> i can go this way i can go this way I'm like, <laughs> yes i agree do you want to go through the movie background yeah please so a girl walks home alone at night is a 2014 iranian american vampire film directed by anna lily amapur amir Amirpur. I'm going to go with Amirpur. Mm-hmm. This looks right, right? I think so. The movie tells the story of a female vampire, known only as the girl, who stalks the streets of a fictional Iranian city called Bad City. It's just bad. It's not good. I thought 
thought they were joking about that. Like, they're like, I came from Bad City. And I was like, are you joking? Like, <laughs> like yeah, Bad City. <laughs> no, it is literally bad, but it's also just called Bad. Do you think by naming it Bad City, they just doomed it? Like, yes. Like, this is a bad city. It's just bad. We're literally making this city right now. Why are you calling it bad? <laughs> it's, it's bad. Just bad. <laughs> the film is shot entirely in black and white, and its stunning visuals and haunting score have made it a critical and commercial success. It has been described as a mix of Western horror and film noir, and its evocative imagery is both beautiful and haunting. The film was shot in California, but it effectively captures the look and feel of Iranian city. Is that weird? It was <laughs> shot in California. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I saw that in the credits, and I was like, really? Like, but, I mean, also, since it was black and white, it kind of felt like more nondescript, since, yeah. plus it's called Bad City. So. Right. <laughs> I just, I guess, I why why did they film it in California? I don't know. Maybe it just gave the right ecosystem. Ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. The environment. The right terrain, I guess. Yeah, the nature, everything was just, it was perfect. Yes. <laughs> The director regarding the mythology of vampires has stated that a vampire is so many things, serial killer, a romantic, a historian, a drug addict. They're sort of all these things in one. The film examines these facets of a vampire as described by the director in a variety of ways. The film's protagonist, the girl, is sort of an anti-hero vigilante with a taste for bad men in Bad City. (laughs) Sorry, it's just so stupid. I know. As a vampire, she's able to roam the streets at night without being concerned for her safety, subverting the implications of the film's title. She is not the victim and possesses agency and power that would not be typically reserved for her in an environment such as Bad City. In this way, the film has feminist leanings. So the film received positive reviews from critics. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds an approval rating of 96% based on 135 reviews with an average rating of 8 out of 10. The website's critics' consensus reads, A Girl Walks Home at Night blends conventional elements into something brilliantly original and serves as a striking calling card for the writer-director. Okay. Would you like to hear a little about the plot? Yes. Okay. Uh, Rash, I believe that's how you say his name, is a hard-working Iranian man that lives with and takes care of his heroin-addicted father named Hossein. Hossein? Hossein. Right, this is going to be a bad one. We're going to butcher, butcher these names. Let's and... just say that the main character guy <laughs> and his father. Yes. And I mean, you don't, I don't really remember them saying each other's names that much. So, and plus, since you're watching it with so limited dialogue, it's almost like, you know, main guy, yeah. drug addict father. That's kind of, yeah. Drug dealer. That's kind of girl. how I watched it. I did. Yeah. Halfway through, I'm like, mm, I don't know these people's names. No. Unfortunately, so we're going to try. We're going to try very hard. Yeah, but please forgive us if we mispronounce anything. So, he, yeah, he lives with his drug-addicted father, and unfortunately his father's addictions has put them in trouble with his drug dealer named Saeed. And he takes Arash's car in exchange for the money his father owes him. Rude. Yeah. Like, Bro, that's my car. And he's like, mm, sorry about it. Like, yeah, not, like, he even tries to correct him. He's like, it's not It's not my dad's car. It's my car. He's like, oh, fuck you. Like, it's my car now. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd be so pissed. Right? And it's a nice car. Like, mm-hmm. So, and um, he even talks to a kid on the street. Like, he was walking home. He, this kid asked him for money. And he's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, but you have a fancy car. And he's like, I've worked for many, many years to have the fancy car. Yeah, that's why I have no money. <laughs> yeah. Because I have this car. See it? My fancy car that I bought by yeah. working hard. Like you should. 
child. And I feel like it doesn't really play a big factor into it, but he picks up this random cat and he's just like, this is my cat now. (laughs) Okay, I mean... It no, I was gonna try to say it's a plot point, but it's really not. Not really. You could just take the cat out and it's at the very end he figures it out because of the cat. Yeah. So But so that's why I thought maybe I just mentioned that he has a cat. The cat is the gun in this scenario. (laughs) You throw the cat, you have to shoot the No. You have to use the cat. I was so worried something was gonna happen with this cute cat. (laughs) That was yeah, that was the main source of stress and suspense in this movie is the cat. Yes. Because even the drug dealer picks up the cat, and I was like, please don't choke the cat. Like, <laughs> no, he just takes it. He's like, this is my cat now. <laughs> She's like, hi, Mr. Cat. Like, so, cat's name is Mr. Cat, because that's all they call him. Yeah. I mean, you know what? They say Mr. Cat more than they do any of the characters' names, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the story. So, yeah, uh, the drug dealer takes his car. And later on, we see Arash steal an expensive pair of earrings from a wealthy woman he works for named Shada in hopes to get his car back with them. What does he... Did you know, like, what he does for her? Is he just, like, like, a housekeeper? I think he's, like, a handyman. Because he called him up to fix her TV, but he was working outside. So I wonder if he was, like, gardening, but also just come fix whatever is my issue. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I'm a gardener. I don't know about your TV. Yeah. Like, same, plants and TVs. Very similar. <laughs> I guess so. Um, they kind of work the same. You know? They never mention exactly what she does or why she has the, she has a bandage on her nose, so I assume that means she got work done or yeah. something. But they never discuss that. Yeah, may, maybe that's just their way of just, like, just reiterating that she's wealthy. Yeah. Because only rich people get nose jobs. I guess. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's really all that happens there. Like, he gets her to leave the room and takes a pair of earrings that he spotted on her dresser. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, we cut back to the drug dealer named Saeed, and he is collecting money from a prostitute in his now car. <laughs> <laughs> and the prostitute, Ati, her name is... Um, Ati? Ati. Uh, like oh, a- yeah, A-T-T-I, right? Yeah, or yeah, Ati. Ati? Maybe oh, Ati? Let's say Ati. Okay. She wants a cut of the money from her services. And he's like, what do you need this money for? Like, do you even know what you want? Kind of thing. Like, trying to get personal with her for no reason. And then to distract from the more personal conversation, she just starts to try to give him a blowjob. Yeah. And he partakes, I guess. (laughs) He's like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Why? The prostitute is trying to do that. (laughs) Whatever should I do? But he stops her when he looks out of the rearview mirror and he sees this cloaked figure, like, just standing several feet behind the car, just watching. Hey, guys, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing over there? (laughs) Guys. And I don't know why, but he, I don't know if he thinks, like, the prostitute's in on it. I should say, this is what they call her in the Wikipedia thing. I should say sex worker. Sorry. So, he don't, oh, is I don't that, know. Uh, that's the... It's derogatory? Yeah. Oh. Sex worker is more appropriate. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Well, that's what they say in the... I mean, I think she's called that in the movie, too, right? No? Oh. Well, anyways, that's fine. Well, going forward, we will say sex worker. Yes. We will say the appropriate term, sex worker. So, I don't know why, but he assumes that the sex worker is in on it, so he pushes a T from the car and just drives off but later on we see him walking down the street i guess back to his apartment and the cloaked figure is following him and everyone that sees this cloaked figure just like you know i'll go approach this person yeah 
And it's, I mean, again, it's bad city, so that's just what you do there. I guess. You just, like, tell them what's for. And <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, like, face to face with her. She says nothing. So it's, like, this woman, and, like, only her face is really sticking out. And she's got her whole body covered in this giant cloak. So he looks at her. I think he asks her, like, what, why are you following me? But she doesn't say anything. And he's like, all right, come with me. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, if you go up to someone and they say nothing, the response should not be, follow me. Come back to my home. <laughs> yeah, that is not consent. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, she does follow him, so I mean, yeah, I she guess, like, why not? I guess she is. Yeah. So, yeah, he takes her back to his apartment and acts like she's basically not there. Like, she just starts snorting cocaine, they pop some pills. He asked if she wanted some, though. Yeah, so. he did. And she's just kind of standing there, like, looking around and whatnot. <laughs> Vibing in the corner, you know? Yeah. This is fine. This At is one normal. point, he does, like, a little dance, and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> he's uh, being charismatic, you I know? guess. I was like, he's high. I don't know. <laughs> Not yet. He's about to be, though. Yeah. So at one point, he kind of tries to make a move on her, and he, like, sticks his finger in her mouth. And he did this with Ati, the sex worker, as well. And I was like, can you not? Like, (laughs) stop putting your fingers in people's mouths. (laughs) (laughs) So then he, like, like, almost like in a romantic, like, we about to do something kind of measure, obviously. Not like a, let's see what you got in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's digging around. Let me check your tonsils. Right. So she shows him her fangs, and he takes his finger out, and and she just goes ahead and puts her finger back in, and he doesn't, like, try to stop her. Yeah. And, you know, she goes, punch, and takes it. The the whole finger. The whole thing. Clean off. (laughs) Yes. No problem. Yeah. And I laughed full out when she took his finger and put it in his mouth, (laughs) and then attacked him. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, oh, God, it was gross. It was just, it was wrong in so many ways. Yeah. I thought it was funny, but... (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie over here, yeah, get him. And I'm... (laughs) I mean, he deserved it. He definitely deserved it. He's an asshole. He's fine. (laughs) It was was gross. So she kills him. And as she leaves, she passes Arash, who has come to offer the earrings for his car. And he finds Saeed dead and takes back his car along with a suitcase of drugs and cash. So I was like, so is he going to become Saeed? And I'm like, he basically does. He like yeah. goes home and then he starts selling these drugs. Mm-hmm. But he's also trying to get his father to sober up as well. Yeah. So. Probably having a suitcase full of drugs is not the way to go about that. Right. So that's probably not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> but he gets his car back. So, you know, plus there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's dead. I'm going to take the suitcase. <laughs> Not that he should be, uh, you know, mourn the death of this guy, but he just kind of like, ah. Doesn't really call anybody, just takes his stuff and he's like, okay, got to bounce. Yeah, bye. <laughs> it is Bad City. Yep. Bad City. Good old Bad City. This allows him to quit his job for Sade. Sada. The, the wealthy woman. So he ends up going to a costume party where she happens to be the wealthy woman and he's like, giving them drugs for free because now he has all of these mm-hmm. and she's like you should try some <laughs> see like if you're gonna sell drugs you should actually like sell them yeah not just give them away. not just give them away that's not how that works yeah now you're just being a shit i mean well selling drugs is not good either well anyways we're not gonna get into that anyway <laughs> he's just giving it away yeah right right and i was like 
Like, do you know where you're going to get more to if you're going to keep doing this? Like, I mean, that guy's house, probably, I, right? I, I guess. Do you think anyone's going to find his body? No. I don't know. Probably, probably not. Probably not. No. They could just go to his house, yeah. get some more. I'm sure there's more. Yeah. So he ends up taking ecstasy with them and tries to make the moves on her, but she's not into it. So he ends up under the influence walking the street and... This is why I thought Bad City was a joke, because he's just kind of, like, sitting out on the sidewalk, and the girl who walks home alone at night in her cloak comes up to him, and she's like, you know, you shouldn't sit here, or something like that, and he says, I'm from Bad City, (laughs) and I thought that was a joke, like, you know, like, I can take it, I'm from a bad area, like... (laughs) No. No. It's very literal. Yes. And proper, proper noun. Right. Is it capitalized? No. <laughs> was it? I, maybe. Was it? I don't know. I'm no, asking oh, okay. you. I thought you were like grammar checking me right now. No, I'm asking. I don't think so. So she ends up taking him back to her apartment, like with her skateboard, who she stole from a child. <laughs> oh, yeah. Earlier in the movie. Didn't yeah. she like scare this little boy? Yeah. So the same little boy that asked him, like, I don't even remember where this happened in the plot. I just know by the time they meet, she has the skateboard. But (laughs) in a separate scene to this, before she meets Arash, she is following this small child. He's probably no more than eight years old skateboarding Mm -hmm. and scares the shit out of him. And she's like, are you a good boy? (laughs) And he's like, yeah. And she's like, don't lie to me. Are you a good boy? And he's like, yeah. I thought he was toast. Yeah, and then she was like, I'll watch you till the end of your days. And then he, like, runs away, and she just, like, okay, got a free skateboard. Which I will say makes a lot more sense in the context of the movie, like, once you watch it. Like, at the end, like, her watching him to the end of the days, I'm sure she's going to. Oh, yeah. takes out these terrible men. Right, right. And I'm like, she's legit. She's going to. She ain't lying. Right. You better watch your shit, little boy. Yeah. She literally wants them to be good people. Otherwise, they are toast. Yeah. (laughs) She'll get them. So when she meets Arash, I don't know. She, like, kind of, like, encourages him to go home. But he's like, I can't get up. (laughs) Like, I don't know where to go kind of thing. Where am I? So he's like, okay, sit on the skateboard. And then she pushes him home on it. So they're kind of like just hanging out, listening to music alone in her apartment. And when she's in her room, she just seems like a, a normal person. person. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's still quiet. Everyone's quiet. And yeah. So like they don't get to know each other on like a like, how do you do? My name's Stephanie. Your name is Alex kind of thing. It's more like, like, what's your favorite song? And like, mm. what makes you cry? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Do we have time? <laughs> right. <laughs> So the next morning, he talks about being out late with his father, who's in very heavy stages of withdrawal, but like has some semblance to ask him like where he was last night. Mm-hmm. He mentions that he met a girl, and he asks like, "What's her name? Like, who's her family?" And he's like, "I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, shucks, don't know." <laughs> but she likes these songs, right? And puppies make her cry, right? <laughs> so he leaves a note on her door to meet him the next night, and. I don't know where they go. It's like... It's like that power plant or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like right outside a power plant. Like a facility of some sort. Yeah. Like, that's just... Why? Is, yeah, why? That's the hangout spot in Bad City. I guess so. They don't have any other place to go. <laughs> right. So, they meet there. He brings her burgers, and she just kind of, like, tries to pretend to eat it. But he's <laughs> like, I don't know anyone that doesn't like burgers. <laughs> he doesn't press her. Why? 
And eventually she does say, like, I've done terrible things. And he's like, how do you know that I haven't done terrible things? Yeah, I get I get what he's saying. But that's not, it doesn't erase. Right. Like, the bad things. Like, you can both be bad, do bad things, and, like, you shouldn't be by and, each other. Right. <laughs> like, and, I mean, technically, I think she does know if he has done terrible things because she kills people she, that done yeah. terrible oh, things. Oh, yeah. She'd kill them. Yeah. For her. Right. So, whatever. <laughs> They're just kind of like, oh, okay. And unfazed by it all, he gives her the earrings that he stole, and she's like, she shows her ears, and he's like, I didn't realize you didn't have pierced ears. Mm-hmm. So he takes out a safety pin because she's like, you know, pierce them now. Like, and I'm like, what? Don't do that. And then he just, like, sterilizes it with a lighter and pierces her ears for mm-hmm. her. And I was like, this is so... And I thought she was going to freak out and bite him for a second Yeah. after the first one. Yeah. She made, like, a face that mm-hmm. looked like she was going to... Just by, like, reaction. Yeah. Involuntary reaction. Yeah. But, you know, he manages to pierce her ears. It looks nice. <laughs> and she leaves. <laughs> and she ends up meeting up with Ati because I guess she has also been following her because she's worried that she doesn't have anything to live for, I guess. Oh, and, yeah. And she, uh, which is nice because, like, there's, like, solidarity between them. And mm-hmm. she doesn't see Ati as, like, a bad person. Like, mm-hmm. he sees her... As someone that has to do the things she does. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those victim of circumstances kind of thing. And initially I thought that the vampire was going to kill her, but then yeah. I'm like, okay, I kind of... Because she just followed her and it was like, it's like her normal MO. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then she doesn't, and then you're kind of like, oh, okay, I see what she's doing now. Yeah, yeah. So she ends up giving her the payments that he'd owed her, and um, they have a conversation about Etsy no longer remembering what it is to desire. Mm-hmm. So... She leaves, and Hosin, the father, is um, suffering really badly from heroin withdrawal and claims that the cat is their mother, oh, is, yeah. is the son's mom, coming to taunt him. I forgot about that part. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, screaming at this cat. He's like, why are you here? <laughs> like, what's happening? I know. And he's infuriated and, like, breaks some pictures and starts throwing stuff. And I was like, if you throw that cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. I'm turning this movie off right now. Right. And he demands that, like, he needs his medicine to Arash when he comes out and confronts him about making all this ruckus. And he's had it. He's like, if you want your medicine so bad, here you go. Throws him the money, throws him the drugs, and tells him, you know, take the cat. I don't want to fit the cat anymore. And I'm like, what the cat do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, just doesn't want it. Yeah. <laughs> no longer. Yeah, I was actually surprised that he threw out his dad. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't expect that. I didn't think he's like, so. get out. Either. And he did. I'm like, good for you. I, yeah, I guess he just realized it was his breaking point at this point. So. Yeah. Once you start yelling at the cat. There's no going back. There's no going back. <laughs> you, you did too much. All right. Yeah. So, Hosin goes right to a tea and forces her to take heroin with him. And... Is it in there? Like, yeah, she does not want to. Like, she agrees to do what he wants because money and stuff. Yeah. And she's a sex worker, obviously, but... He's like, here, come have fun with me. And she's like, no, no. I don't really want to shoot up with you. Yeah. And he's like, no, let's just do it. And just shoots it right into the vein of her wrist. And mm-hmm. like, yeah. And just, like, spoons her. Like, ugh. It's, it's, it's so icky. It is icky, because she doesn't seem to want to be doing any of that. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, not even. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. So, randomly, I don't know how the woman who walks on the lawn at night just, like, appears out of nowhere and realizes that she's in trouble and kills the father. Mm-hmm. And 
she helps Atiyah dispose of his body and just kind of leaves him outside of an apartment dumpster. Yeah. And tells her, like, take this beast or this cat. <laughs> I think, because somehow I think the cat, like, triggered her. Like, she was looking at the cat's eyes or something, and all, all of a sudden the woman appeared, too. Yeah. Something about, like, the cat almost being, like, a familiar. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. It or was just, weird. It was, like, a trigger. Or, like, just, you know, how cats are, like. Trigger. Sensitive to that kind of stuff. Yeah. So the following morning, Arash discovers his father's body, and he runs to the apartment of the woman that walks home alone at night, <laughs> so we don't know her name. <laughs> the vampire. Yeah, the vampire, and begs her to run away with him. And she's kind of reluctant at first, but then she starts gathering up her stuff, which includes all the jewelry she's stolen off these men that she's killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just dumping it into a bed it. in front of him. Hell yeah. Good. And he's like, whatever. <laughs> no <laughs> and- questions, just... Keep going. Yeah, but then he notices while she has her back turned that the cat's in the room that he gave to his dad yeah. and realizes she must have something to do with it. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't stop it or take or run out of the room or anything. He goes with her and they drop it off together. And he pulls off to the side of the road and not sure what to do, but eventually just gets back in the car and they continue their trip. Okay. Yeah, he just, like, accepts it, I guess. Yeah, he, know, he knows. Yeah, he, he knows. He knows. And he's like, you know he what, knows. probably for the best. Yeah, like, what else was there to do? I told him to leave, yeah. and he got into trouble, apparently. But, yeah, that's the end of the story. Ta-da! So I was like, so are you accepting that she's a vampire, or, like, at least a murderer? <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna say, she probably doesn't know she's a vampire, but yeah. just a murderer. But again, he's like... He probably just assumes everyone in that city is a murderer at this point. Maybe. He's Maybe like, that's why he's trapped. just like... Because it almost seems like... <laughs> at first when he gets out of the car, I was like, oh, he's going to attack her or something like that. But it almost just seems like, oh, fuck, what was I going to do now? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like when you like jump at something or like you go to do something without really fully thinking it through. And then like halfway through it, you're like, what am I doing? Right. <laughs> What is happening? Yeah, so honestly, all he does inside the car is just kind of, like, pace for a second, and then he just gets back in the car and yeah. keeps driving. Like He just needed a moment to think through everything. Yeah. Alone. Oh, 20 feet from the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. With the cat and the vampire sitting there, like, hi. Hi. But you like the story? I do. Uh, I do have questions for what's going to happen to them after, though. Yeah. he only comes out at night. Right. So, I mean, granted, we don't know necessarily if she can make it out in the day, but I would assume she doesn't. Yeah. I think it's safe to assume that's a, that's a big no. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel it's weird that she's going with him. Like, why? What I don't was know. The I don't know why she has determined that he is good. Yeah. Maybe just because she he, sees him almost as like a T, like victim of circumstance. Yeah. Like he didn't want to sell drugs to people. It was just kind of fell into his lap. Yeah. No, I mean, I think, I think he is a good person. That's mm-hmm. why. But is he the only good person she's ever met? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because like otherwise, no one else has ever said, let's go or. I don't know. You know? Maybe. maybe. Oh, this is getting into like. Things that probably aren't true. What do you think? Like, what if she was, like, stuck there in the city and she needed someone to, like, take her out? But then I don't like that because there's a feminist kind of overall tone to the movie. So I would hate that a man had to save her kind of situation. I don't feel like it's that. It's more or less 
them driving off together, I feel like just to be free of it all. Yeah. Uh, not like a, he saved her. Yeah. I think that maybe that's just a criticism for the movie then, because like, yeah. I just don't get why him. Well, I don't even really get why there had to be a romantic interest. Right. Because well, like... I, is it romantic though? I don't know. I kind of assumed because of the whole like earring thing that seemed kind of intimate and... I don't know if he was just trying to be, Didn't like, they? friendly. Like, Did they kiss? I feel like they kissed. I don't know. Did they, oh, shit, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I feel like they were instrumental oh, okay. a little. Like, I don't know, because part of me is, like, you know, you could be drawn to someone, but not, obviously, in a romantic way. Yeah. A lot of these vampire movies, too, that, like, there's a lot of grayness where you're, like, are they in love or are they just really good friends? <laughs> Right, exactly. I don't know. I just, I don't. I guess I don't like really like that ending. Yeah. Like I wish. What I really wish would have happened is like he asks her to go, and she's like, "Nah, I gotta stay and do what I do." Yeah, and he just leaves. Yeah, that would make more sense. I don't like that she went with him. I'm like, why? I just. What's the reason? I mean, maybe she's gonna continue to do whatever. Like her femme fatale, wherever they go. They're they're on their way to Terrible City. That's like the neighboring. (laughs) Right, right, yeah. That's where they're going. Terrible City. (laughs) I think I liked it overall. Just the like the the ending's a little yeah confusing. It was a pretty like straightforward story. I thought it was going to be a little bit more convoluted Mm -hmm. because I thought I don't know. I hate to use it like. Call artsy fartsy, but it seemed kind of that way, like yeah. based on the trailer and stuff. But so you thought it would be more subtle, like, or confusing, or like yeah. what the hell's going on? But it was pretty straightforward. Yeah, they come right out with it. That she yeah. was a vampire as soon as she attacks right. the first guy, which I appreciated because I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna have to read the dialogue, read into it, yeah. and then really try to piece it together. Yeah, I thought so too, especially with everything being so quiet. I was like, it's mostly gonna be like subtle imagery, images or something. And but no, no, it was like no. She got fangs. Look. Right. <laughs> Alright, there we go. Perfect. Great. Right for it. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Okay. I liked it. It was different. And mm-hmm. you also, like again, I really did appreciate the female anti-hero aspect. Yeah. That was cool. It's like it, I do like how the title, it seems like she's the victim. Like, oh, yeah. walking home at night. Like, right. Like, you know, we gotta watch out. Mm-hmm. Nah, she's the one you gotta watch out for. Beach. Mm-hmm. She's gonna get you. So I wanted to go into a little bit of the whole femme fatale persona. Mm-hmm. So the femme fatale is sometimes called a man-eater, a vamp, or a stock character of a mysterious, beautiful, and seductive woman whose charms ensnare her lovers, often leading them into compromising deadly traps. Do you say they're called a vamp? Sometimes. Outside of the whole vampire thing? Yeah. Well, also, I think because they're also referred to as man-eaters, so vamps are Uh, man-eaters. Vice versa. Interesting. The reason I wanted to ask about that, there's a movie called Vamp that we're not covering this season. Mm Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that has to do with that, because on the cover, there's a female vampire. So mm-hmm. I wonder if that plays into it. Maybe. I have no idea what that movie's about. So <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm like, vamp. Okay, I heard of that. And she is a popular archetype of literature and art. And typically, she she lures victims by seductress, witch, enchantress kind of powers over men. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess that kind of works for this character, but she doesn't really have to do anything. I know. She just has to stand there <laughs> and show her face, like literally her face. I mean, she's pretty, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I was like, what What about this woman? <laughs> I, I always, I hate to do it, but it always is like, you know how vampires just have that. That charisma. About yeah. them. Maybe that's just, she doesn't have to. Yeah. Roll plus 20. Yeah. She's just like. You're infatuated. Like, you know. So they are always associated with 
sense of mystification and unease. And the term originates from the French phrase for deadly women or lethal woman. So maybe in a way you could take the ending then that she has to watch over this guy in case he goes down a bad path. Maybe she feels like she has to watch him too. To take care of him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. I didn't, maybe because she likes him. Like she's worried that uh, he's yeah. kind of in the midway point of doing something. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I just... I could I could feel better with that ending. Yeah. I don't know. I just, like, again, he doesn't seem very special yeah. in any way, shape, or form. And, I don't know, I just... I just like the idea that she'd just be like, alright, just go, man. I don't... <laughs> bye. You're just some random dude, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but I could see that idea. Right. This archetype exists throughout culture, folklore, myths, early Western culture to 19th century... There was a figure in the European Middle Ages often portraying the dangers of unbridled female sexuality. Oh. So it's inherited from the biblical figure Eve from pre-medieval times. Mm-hmm. As the seductive enchantress typified in Morgan Le Fay. Oh, Morgan Le Fay. Yeah, the queen of the night in Mozart's mm-hmm. The Magic Flute. And that was during the Age of Enlightenment. Oh, interesting. Yes. So this archetype rose to prominence because of shifting status of women in society so throughout the 19th century in france and northern europe when activists started to be like maybe we should have some rights <laughs> yeah when women tried to actually you know speak up <laughs> yeah they're like oh they're fucking deadly monsters <laughs> so while wives were expected to be obedient and subservient to their husbands many artists and writers of the late 19th century depicted women as powerfully and dangerously alluring reflecting society's fear of increasing autonomous women so they are a product of their time, manifesting a response to the challenges of, to establish definitions of masculinity and femininity during the 19th century. Interesting. Yeah. Obviously, I'd love to do a femme fatale season. Yeah. So as a woman, what are your thoughts on that trope? Or not trope, but archetype. Do you like that? I like it. Granted, I haven't seen a ton where I feel like it's like oversaturated. It's not like a dystopian archetype or <laughs> yeah. anything like that. But um, I would say Let Me In is almost a little bit like the femme fatale, but as a child. Ish. Ish. <laughs> I mean, she does use her powers of persuasion to attack people. Yeah. So it's, it's both way, but she doesn't really do it as, like, righting wrongs or anything, though. Yeah, that's just more her own personal gain, which work. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Better work. Victor. Better work. Victor. <laughs> So does the femme fatale like have to use her sexuality or is it just It's just like a typical trait that they usually have, but I mean you could argue like anyone's alluring, you know? Like mm-hmm. not doesn't have to be a sexual thing. Oh okay. you could just be charming or uh, obviously just follow people at home and yeah. and say nothing and they're like, Wow, wow <laughs> you should come to my house. <laughs> this woman who said nothing, she's great. She didn't say a word. We love her. Right. Which, I mean, I guess, assuming... We don't see a ton of other women in Bad City, but at least based on the other female character at T, like, she's subservient to men in her her area. So, I guess maybe when she followed him home and didn't say anything, he was like, I can do whatever I want with this girl, and any girl doesn't matter. I wonder... So, we had that rich girl character yeah I forget her name I oh yeah I what do you think about her well her role is there anything honestly aside from getting the earrings and just you know the circumstance of 
her influencing him to take drugs. So then he meets the girl that walks on the line at night. I feel like you could cut her character entirely because yeah. I don't really understand the point of her. Right. Did you get any inkling of what no. he was there for? No, I was trying to think if there was like some kind of meaning behind it. Like, I guess maybe to show some social class, but yeah, comparisons, but we didn't see anything really. Right. She's like, Fix my TV. Here's some drugs. Yeah. Bye. And then again, we'd see the bandage pulled off her nose. Like, she's like a side character for a second, but then never check up on her again. Yeah. You're like, good. I'm glad the nose job worked out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Well, me? Well, now I'm thinking, because really, she's the only other female character. And she had that bandage on her nose mm-hmm. that we assume was like a nose job situation. Like... They didn't have to include that right. as part of her character, so I feel like that was there for a reason. So maybe the other aspect of her character was trying to keep up with appearances or something, you know? Yeah. Because, like, that's a very specific thing that you would add to a character. Right. Yeah, and then that's specifically improving her her beauty. Mm-hmm. and Or, you know, trying to make her more noticeable. So I wonder, almost in an instance, granted we don't know how the girl got turned into a vampire... But I wonder if there's, like, a way that Shada will become the next girl that walks home alone at night. Maybe. What if? No. No, no, no. No. Not going there. <laughs> like, what if all the women are going to turn to vampires? <laughs> or just, like, going down a rabbit hole? Maybe. But, you know, she does put herself in dangerous situations with taking drugs and stuff like that. So I, I could see easily how you can become a scorned woman, and how that transcends into becoming a female fatale. Yeah. Interesting. A femme fatale. hmm I don't know. I was just curious, because, like, yeah, besides the vampire and a T, she's only other real, like, female character. Yeah, but I feel like we so. don't have enough time with her to actually determine what what her purpose is there for. Right. So. There's none, unfortunately, yeah. which is a shame, because I feel like everything else, there's... Let me look it up real quick. It doesn't really mention why the other girl is here. Well, I don't know why rich girl was there. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. I guess it has to be about society and stuff like that. You know, somebody has to be rich in this area, but I don't know. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show and listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, giving us a five-star rating is super helpful, and we will always, always appreciate it. You can find us on social media at 13 Degrees of Screams. This has been 13 Degrees of Screams, and we will see you next sleep. Careful walking home alone at night. Yeah. Because... You might be a vampire. You might be a vampire. Or somebody might be following you. Don't invite people that don't talk to you into your home. (laughs) Insumation. Be safe. Yes. Yes.